Who you actually are is more important than what you're doing. That is at your best. And here's what failure looks like in my opinion. If we become the biggest in the industry, if we make the most money in the industry, but we actually become people who lose kindness and people who start treating each other bad or people who start backstabbing to climb a ladder at Think Media, then we lose. With the new year comes new goals, new ideas, and new challenges. And here at Think Media, we have coined this year under the banner of at our best. I'm excited for today's episode because we're gonna be pulling back the curtain and letting you in on an experience that we just had with all of our team here in Las Vegas. We are going to take you behind the scenes of our leadership retreat and share with you the heart behind our mission here at Think Media for the At Our Best year. My name is Heather Torres and I'm the host of the Think Media podcast, the number one podcast to help you grow your influence on YouTube and then turn that influence into a high income and a high impact online business. And today we're starting a two-part series where we're going to be bringing you behind the scenes of our leadership retreat. This is so much fun because over the years, this is something Sean and myself have envisioned for our team. As our team has grown, we wanna always be in a position to gather together and really center ourselves around a mission for the year. Last year, we brought in our team, we discussed so many wonderful things, and we put that episode here on the podcast, so I'll make sure to link that below. But this year, we wanted to bring you into our world again. I think it's really important to be able to learn from leaders and to get a glimpse into what does it look like to have a team and a mission and all of those things that go with growing a business. Today, we're gonna be focusing on one of our core commitments. We have four core commitments that we're going through this year, and we're gonna start with the commitment to wellness. At Our Best is a book that we read by our friend Carrie Newhoff, and we decided that At Our Best is where we wanna be this year. We wanna be able to be at the top of our game as we head into 2022. So let's jump in as Sean gives the first part of the At Our Best series. theme for 2022 is at our best. Why? What does that mean? So here's our, here's our definition of at our best. What it's not is it's not saying that we have to be the best, even though we want to pursue that. The cool thing about at our best is it's about being our personal best. Because, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. If we, if we go, you know, oh my gosh, in a year's time, 18 of us hustled our faces off to get 50 million views, we could compare ourselves to just the Mr. B Squid Game video, and that was 30% of one video for him, you know? So, so I mean, it, comparison is the thief of joy, it's, it, it, and, and we want to learn from, and, and of course, it's good to have, as Simon Sinek says, worthy rivals, people that inspire you and challenge you. But really, our theme of At Our Best is about being our personal best. We are competing with the person in the mirror, and we are competing with the company we were yesterday. Good. We are competing, uh, we are committing to showing up at our best emotionally, physically, and spiritually. We are striving to be our personal best and be the best we can be as a team working together in 2022. And so this kind of gives me an analogy for this. Did you play sports in high school? 
Anybody who who actually played sports in high school here? About pretty much all all of us actually, right? All of us. And so, um, contrary to what Isaiah thinks, uh, I I played sports in high school. I I played sports. I was in football. Um, I was you know was JV even as a senior, but I was uh, I was I was in football and I was in track. And um, actually, over the last couple years, um, I picked up running again. And I have now run multiple half marathons. You can hold the applause. That's fine. The bit. <laughs> so I've run multiple half marathons. And, and on the last one that I did, unofficially, but my watch told me, and it was accurate, I, I, beat, I beat my... Uh, when the first half marathon I ran was a Las Vegas um, rock and roll marathon. And I think I ran it in about two hours and 18 minutes. I pulled like a muscle in my leg. Uh, I felt awful after, but I finished. And so fast forward a couple years, I ran in Snohomish down Centennial Trail uh, from like Marysville to Snohomish. And I broke the two hour half marathon mark. I hit like one hour and 54 minutes. Felt amazing. But then I turned on Disney Plus. And I discovered a documentary called Breaking Two. Now, here's the premise of this documentary. After six months of scientifically advanced training, three of the world's most elite distance runners set out to break the two-hour marathon barrier. Not half marathon. This documentary is about the most elite distance runners breaking the, an entire marathon in under two hours. And you know what's amazing about the documentary? They didn't do it. Thank God. Because I actually, seeing them not do, not do it, at least gave me a little bit of regained confidence. I think the guy that got it did like literally two hours and two minutes or two hour and one minute. Can you imagine? Discouraged. Total failure. What a loser. And I mean, it's, it's super funny too, because literally they, they picked a track that was perfectly level and then a temperature that was the perfect temperature and they had blockers that would block the wind. So they'd have people running around them so there'd be certain like less wind resistance. And, um, and so anyways, here's the punchline. You know, if I am, I'm very proud of running a half marathon at a decent pace, but really not that fast, nowhere near a competitive level. No one's giving me any medals for breaking two hours at a half marathon. Um, but I personally have been getting faster and I've been breaking my personal record. You know, there's league records, right? And there's personal records. This documentary was all about, and by the way, he still broke every record when he hit like two hours and one minute. He, 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 he changed the whole world. He set a global record. Well, again, when we think about at our best, it's not that we have to be the best. We don't have to break the league record, but our goal is to break our personal record, right? A personal record is your personal, bre- it's, 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 it's abbreviated as your PR. Anybody go to the gym? Yo, I just, I just did my PR, dog. I just put up my PR on the bench. You know what I mean, dog? I just, Cal's been putting up his PR. And so here's a question for you. What PRs do you want to hit this year? At your best. What PRs, what personal records do you want to hit this year? Our competition is against the person in the mirror. 
Second question, what would your personal best look like this year? What would that look like? Now, we're going to break into breakout groups in a second. We're going to discuss that. But here's the crazy fact is that, again, in the midst of falling radically short and not even being on the same playing field as these elite runners, I looked this up. Marathoners and half marathoners, someone who have completed at least even a half marathon, make up less than 1% of the American population. Wow. Less than 1%. So here's the truth. Just being in the game and being committed to show up at your best will put you ahead of those who give up and settle. You don't have to be the best. You have to be your best. And here's the thing I think with the overflow of this this theme is we desperately care about our community and our customers winning. But as player coaches, I believe that there's actually something even spiritual that gets released that when we strive and we rise just to be our personal best and just to break our PRs, that there is like a transference that also just helps our community break their PRs. And if we can help more people in our community just get in the game. Again, I'm a 30-year-old man with compromised posture that actually is really not that healthy and that when you think about running marathons, it's pretty ugly and slow. Like I always think I look like just an absolute super athlete. I'm listening to some drum and bass sub-focused music. And I'm like, I bet I'm running around. I, there's probably smoke coming out of my you know, shoes right now. There's probably like lightning bolts. Am I the flash? Did I just see Arrow nod his, you know, his, his, his hat to me? And it really is pretty gnarly and pretty ugly. But just being in the game, that you're in the 1%. If we can get our community to say, look, I'm going to get in the game. I'm just going to do my best. I'm going to get 1% better with every upload, 1% better in, in the personal areas of my life. Then we're going to just see a release, I think, of impact in our community. So at our best, uh, we're going to talk about four commitments of Think Media leaders in 2022. Four areas that we are committed to being at our best personally and then also as a team. In this session, we're just going to cover one. A little bit later today, we're going to cover another one. And we're actually going to keep this series going digitally. In a few weeks, we'll hit number three. And then probably in January, we'll finish the last one. And so at our best, we want to be something we keep building momentum on. We keep unpacking. And and you're a part of this conversation. And so we'll talk about this in a second. But we're going to talk about four areas of being at our best in 2022. Here's the first one. Commit. We're going to be committed to wellness, a commitment to wellness. How can you be at your best if your energy, your mental clarity, your inner peace, your stamina, and or your endurance are compromised? Like, it's not, is it even possible to be at your best if you don't have inner peace is it, at, is it possible to be at your best if you don't have stamina to face the challenges ahead? The answer would be no. The answer would be no. So it's interesting, when we think about making world-class content, world-class videos, whatever it is, writing the best emails, showing up powerfully on the phone, you know, closing the biggest brand deals possible or any of these types of things, how can we actually be at our best if we actually don't have wellness as a foundation? So what could your 2022 look like if you were at your best in your health? And why is this important? Because 
we want to run the race and we want to finish strong, right? And so as we talk about health, that's not just like physical health. We're talking about the holistic, man, what is at our best as far as wellness? And, you know, I've watched now, I've had the privilege over the last couple decades, um, and I've been observing why businesses and why people fail, why businesses and why people fail. Um, a couple of just areas that I've observed. Uh, number one is like fa- fatigue and burnout. So when I think about what we have at Think Media, it's super special. I start thinking about, man, if we could just keep this thing going, like amazing things are going to happen. So then what would take us out? Well, maybe fatigue and burnout. Ariana Huffington, she's the founder of the Huffington Post, major news website and news publication. She collapsed from exhaustion in 2007. She was at home on the phone. She's checking her emails when she passed out, fell, and woke up in a pool of blood with a broken cheekbone and a cut over her eye. And it was a wake-up call for her. What she actually realized was she wasn't sleeping enough, and she wrote a book called The Sleep Revolution because she wanted to build a business. She wanted to make an impact. She wanted to hustle, and she was, but fatigue and burnout knocked her down. You know, there's this tension in our culture of especially high-growth, high-competition media companies like ours of, of, of hustle culture. And it's a weird tension because on one hand, we have to hustle, we have to work hard. But on the other hand, we have to be careful because we don't want to fall into fatigue and burnout. Because what good is it to like do 100 million views next year, but then like die? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fatigue and burnout. Secondly, uh, bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. And of course, that could happen from not, you know, not selling. Uh, products well or or having enough revenue or having enough but but i'm talking about bankruptcy from poor financial management caused by foolishness and greed you know when you're not at your best and maybe you can relate to this personally i know i can that that you make you might make poor more poor financial decisions if you're up late shopping on the internet trying to emotionally soothe something that's happening in your life you know and so foolishness and greed, it's one thing, it's not really how much money you make, it's also how much money you steward well. Right. And, and businesses have, have collapsed. YouTube creators have failed or gotten sidelined because of this. Number three, emotional breakdowns. Toxic levels of stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple headlines. New York Times wrote this. Young creators are burning out and breaking down. Here's a CNN headline. YouTube burnout is real. Creators are struggling to cope. You know, our vision is to help 10,000 purpose-driven people create a full-time living doing what they love while making a difference in the world with YouTube and online video. And to achieve that success without losing their soul. And so we want to... Pressure can be a good thing. Stress and pressure create diamonds. But we don't want to push it to the point of emotional breakdowns. And friends, I feel like we are called to help people in our industry thrive as creators, create a lot of content, work hard, but not break down. And it's, hap- it's, it's happening en masse. Yeah. People don't know how to handle the pressure. They don't know how to handle the stress. And here's the thing. If we're player coaches, though, if leadership doesn't work at home, we shouldn't export it. So this is why we're committed to being at our best. 
Because if we're at our best, then we become the overflow to help others be at their best and deal with emotional pressure. Mm -hmm. Substance abuse. PewDiePie, uh, the largest independent YouTuber, shared recently his addiction struggles. He said that he was drinking to escape emotions and that that was a recipe for a disaster. That him alone with the bottle was not a good combination. He said, I used to drink whiskey every single day and I realized I was getting addicted when I tried to cut it down and how difficult that was. Substance abuse. You know, a few years back, I, I struggled with the same thing. Um, I was drinking two to three beers a night, every night for a long run. Like I might've had like a lot, I mean, I might've hit 60 days. Like, I mean, it was just, it just became like a, a pattern, right? And I wasn't at my best when that was the case. I was wearing, that's, that's not a healthy lifestyle. That's not a healthy thing to be doing every night. Um, but when PewDiePie was making that video, I could relate so much because he was talking about the emotional pressure. Yeah. It was for emotional escape. It was for not being able to handle the, the whether it's expectations real or imagined. And so again, if we're gonna be at our best, these kinds of details matter. And then this, I'm just observing, this is what causes, especially played out to the extreme, this is what causes businesses to fail or what causes YouTube creators to affair, uh, fail. Affairs. Multiple family vloggers and YouTube creators that I know personally have had affairs. Um, and what's interesting is that many of them are family vloggers. Like their actual thing was like family being there. And, you know, this isn't coming from any kind of a self-righteous stance. This isn't coming from like, this is coming from an awareness that life is messy. But if we're going to be at our best, I want you to hear at the foundation of 2022 that this is the stuff that matters. And that we want to be thinking about this, but we also want to build a culture that we can be in this for the long haul, right? These are the kind of things that could come in. Like we didn't see it coming. They come in and they can take us out. And, and then finally, another reason was just loss of vision and purpose. I've seen people get disillusioned because they, they, they trade in or at some point they lose clarity and conviction and it gets replaced for confusion and apathy. Mm -hmm. And usually that happens because we're tired. You just, you start getting worn down. I'm too tired. I'm worn down emotionally. I'm numbing the pain with something at a, at a toxic level. I'm, you know, and, and now, man, I used to have so much clarity, conviction. Now, now I've got confusion and apathy. And again, I know that life's messy and I'm not taking a self-righteous stance, but what I'm advocating for is a commitment to wellness that seeks to dramatically reduce the toxic side effects of an unhealthy soul. 2022 friends at our best. Yeah. Is it going to be perfect? Of course not. Are we going to struggle throughout this year and years to come? Of course. But I think that this isn't talked about enough. And this isn't like step number seven that we should have in our to-do list. This is the core that everything else flows out of, right? This is the inner game that actually helps is going to help us win the game on the field. And so most often these things happen because we're not being intentional about setting up systems that prioritize health and wellness. And that's what we want to do this year. Like we want to just be thinking. So I'm asking you personally too. This is of course think media, but this is a personal thing. Like this is my responsibility. This is your responsibility to set up systems that prioritize health and wellness. And so here's our verse of the year. And I want to read the verse of the year, but to understand the verse at the highest level, 
we need to understand who was, who was penning the verse under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So our verse of the year was penned by King Solomon. Now, King Solomon, the historic king of Israel, was a pretty gnarly dude. Like, he was a king, he was a songwriter, he was in politics and leadership, he was involved in many construction projects, he, he, he built wineries, he built palaces, he, he was in construction pro- projects of, of homes and cities. And according also to the biblical account, Solomon had 700 wives. He was known for uh, being the wisest man to ever live besides Jesus. And, and his wisdom historically was verified because even the queen of Sheba came from another land to learn from him because his wisdom actually was talked about in neighboring regions before there was social media and the metaverse to just quickly spawn somewhere else. Like he, he was, and so he had this wisdom. And, and sometimes people critique him though, and they go, man, how could he be that? Like 700 wives, that doesn't sound very smart. And I'm like, that's probably where he got the wisdom. That's why he was like, bro, listen, you trying to understand women, dog. Like I, 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 made, I made a few wrong turns. Yeah. <laughs> So, so if you think about, because he didn't live a drama-free life, I think the reason he had so much wisdom is because he had so much experience, right? And here's what he wrote in Proverbs 4.23, verse of the year. He said this, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Wow. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Man, that's at your best. I think the reason when I've been in my not at my best seasons is because I wasn't guarding my heart. You know, it's, it's one thing to get a hater online. It's actually not that big of a deal, but it's a big deal if it gets into your heart, Right? And so it's one thing to, you know, maybe have some different, we can all get harmed in relationships and different maybe relationships we've had or the one that got away in high school or something like that, right? That, that can touch your heart. Solomon had 700 wives. He had a lot of stuff going on in his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, he had, he had a lot of real estate deals, a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, and, and, and what you actually see where some people are confused because in the book of Ecclesiastes, he's actually all of even prosperity and growth and, and things he had built and things he had done, he actually lost his vision. He got disillusioned. He got confused. And so the man who's writing guard your heart stopped guarding his heart and he just was no longer at his best. And that's why this is our theme, and that's why our verse. Okay, so what does being at our best look like? Here's just a couple areas. We're going to talk about this and discuss this in just a second. This is not an exhaustive list. It's just an, a list of like, man, what could it look like for us to be at our best this next year? Uh, first area, how about in our energy? An exhausted decision maker. Now, we are going to be sending you some cool stuff in the mail uh, to follow up as we build this theme out. One of the inspiring uh, books we're going to be sending you is called At Your Best by my friend Carrie Newoff. And um, after reading it, it hit me so profoundly for these very issues. And it cut kind of close. And I was like, man, how is my heart? How am I doing? And, uh, and then I was running and I actually really felt like 
our, I heard it drop like at our best. So we, it's Carrie's title, but actually at our best is our title. So we stole it and Carrie, we're not going to tell him until he sees this, but we stole his logo and we put on a hoodie we're going to give you as well. But like we're ultimately, but it's a little bit changed. So it's, it's enough. Honor. It's honor, actually. That's right. That's right. And legitimate, legitimately, I'm so grateful. I believe that this message Carrie's sharing is a needed message, maybe the most important message that business owners and leaders need right now because of all the anxiety and all the pressure and all the emotional breakdown and all the, the mental health challenges that, that the world is facing. And, uh, and so a lot of these quotes in this part, I just kind of stole from him. But in energy, here's what he said. An exhausted decision maker is a terrible decision maker. It's exceedingly difficult to make good decisions if you're tired. So if we're going to be at our best in 2022, then our energy matters. And one of the things we're going to be exploring over the next few months, especially as we read that book and we study, is he's talking about how to be at like how to make your most important decisions or do your most important work during your peak times. Because we have a lot of important decisions. To be honest, friends, the decisions and the stakes are higher now. We're making grow a video live decisions and the budget might be a million dollars for the entire conference when it's all said and done. The decision's a little higher now. Yeah. Like things are going really well. They also could go the other direction really fast. We got to guard our hearts. An exhausted decision maker is a terrible decision maker. Right. Um, when I think about energy, this can touch on our health. I heard a quote that said, if it, if it came from a plant, eat it. If it was made in a plant, don't. Preach. <laughs> yeah. Energy. Uh, Jack uh, Lalane said, exercise is king, nutrition is queen, put them together and you've got a kingdom. Wow. This is a personal decision. If we're going to be at our peak energy for our families, if we're going to be at our peak energy for this team, if we're going to be at our peak energy for our best work and our legacy work, then energy matters. Home life, our home, at our best. Winning at work while losing at home means you're losing, period. Now, here's what I want you to hear. Again, number one is I'm the chief mistake maker. I've made a lot of mistakes over the years. I've learned a lot. And I deeply care about you and your family. Yeah. We deeply care. I know you care about each other's families. Yeah. I want you to know that your home life matters so deeply to me. Yeah. And I want you to know that I, unless I know what you're going through, that we can't make any decisions to help. So on the one hand, I, I, Heather, whoever your team director is, they're going to be challenging you, giving you objectives, giving you, giving you targets, giving you things to need to hit. But here's the thing. If you're in a situation where you're like, man, like literally, like I need, I need some time. I need a day. I need to take a half day so I can take a date night. Bring it up. Because that's one of our values, not just stated here, like home life matters. And here's what I know. If you're at your best, think media is going to do its best. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And so we want to win at home so we can win in life and in think. Relationships. Who you're becoming is more important than what you're doing. That value is contrary to what's honestly being taught on YouTube, what's being taught by even competitors, what's being taught by others. A lot of people say what I do, the gold play button I have, the car I drive, that the, the amount of people who follow me 
is the most important thing. That is not what we're saying. Who you actually are is more important than what you're doing. That is at your best. And here's what failure looks like in my opinion. If we become the biggest in the industry, if we make the most money in the industry, if we build the biggest numerical team in the industry, if we have the most core sales and the most brand deals and the most ad revenue and the most everything, but we actually become people who lose kindness and people who start treating each other bad or people who start backstabbing to climb a ladder at Think Media or people who just kind of become terrible people in the process of building the biggest kingdom, then we lose. Like actually who we are. And, and I think that's what will continue to make Think Media special is, is, is us living it out first and just being people of core value and character and letting that spread to our community. Yeah. And you are your most kind when you have the most margin. Isn't that true? Well, thanks for nothing, Sean, because like that's actually your like and I get it. So this is this is just we're putting this as these are goals. The point of goals is to say there's something to reach for. And this is something that I want to reach for because we all know it like you're the best person in the world. But when you're tired and it's the end of the day and there's too much pressure and we've added too much, then you then we start to fight. Right. Then we start to be short with each other because why is our fuse short? Because we've been burning the fuse all day long and for weeks on end. And so we want to create margin again so we can be our most kind. Sleep. Like Ariana Huffington, don't buy into the 20 hours a day entrepreneur myth. You need eight hours of sleep if you want to have a focused mind. That's James Altucher. Just sleep. There's all kinds of things about our best, but just sleep alone has been proven. A lack of sleep impairs attention and your working memory. It affects other functions such as long-term memory and decision-making. And partial sleep deprivation is found to influence attention, especially vigilance. Lack of sleep means we're not at our best. And when we sleep, check this out, it increases fertility, it wards off heart disease, it increases sex drive, it prevents diabetes, it boosts mental well-being, it can slim you, and it boosts immunity. Sleep's pretty dang important. At our best at our best. Character. When you're exhausted, bad things seem good and good things seem bad, Mm -hmm. which is the perfect setup for moral failure. Mm -hmm. I learned this. This is fun. Write this down. I learned this. (laughs) 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 Write this down. Write this down. Halt. H-A-L-T. Halt. Halt Halt is literally something to remember to like stop, take a pause, don't do it. If you're hungry, halt. If you're angry, halt. If you're lonely, halt. And if you're tired, pretty. That is fun. Like, but like for real. You know what I mean? There's probably there's nothing. You're on a work trip. You're alone. And you're lonely, and you're mad because you got in fight with a, your significant other, and you're exhaust, exhausted, and you're hungry. You probably make your worst decisions that night, right? You know what I mean. And so, so when you're exhausted, good things seem uh, good, and 
or bad things seem good and good things seem bad, which is the perfect, perfect setup for moral failure. Yeah. Peak productivity, working on the most important things first and working on the most important things when you're at your best energy. That's what we want to really dive into this year. And especially as we unpack the book, that's kind of Carrie's whole system of at your best is, is reaching that peak productivity by saying, okay, man, if we need to make really important decisions, let's make sure to put the right meetings at the right place. There's also times when your energy is lower, we'll work on different tasks at different times. My friends, man, I believe when we tap into at our best this year, it's going to reverberate into the momentum we have, the impact we make. And so at our best is our theme for 2022. And there's been some things we've been trying to do, right? You've seen this. Of course, our PTO, sick days, baby bonuses, federal holidays, um, team retreats. Our goal is that you're compensated properly related to the cost of living of your area and your job. And we're working on leveling up that even uh, more. Um, And so this is our theme in terms of practical things we want to do as a company, more planning, more foresight, Um, uh, Christmas bonuses, which are coming up on the next pay period. Again, you being resourced that you would have financial margin, all of the above, because we really want to be committed to this, uh, this theme. And as we land the plane, you know, Steve Jobs said this. He said, I'm convinced that about half of what separates the successful entrepreneurs and businesses from the non-successful ones is perseverance. This is what, I, this is what at our best matters. Because again, it's one thing to have a good year, but it's a whole nother thing if we're still healthy five years from now able to have stamina eight years from now. And what culture is telling us and what our industry is telling us is it's fighting against that. This is a resistance. This is something to push back again. This is something that transparently I struggle with. I am the overcommitter. I am the led by opportunity visionary that is saying we need to do this because it's not just about the next three months or six months and there's times to sprint but it's about being at our best over the next decade. Business is a game of attrition. Unfortunately, a lot of our competitors are gonna lose because they're gonna burn out. They are going to just hit a wall. They're going to not be able to sustain it over the long haul because of not prioritizing this. We do not celebrate that. In fact, we want as many people in the game as possible and we want them to hopefully catch this message because we care so deeply about not just our our health, but everybody's health. We want everyone to win, and they can't if they're not at our best. How do we persevere over the long haul? Wellness, wellness. And we wanna build a company and a culture for the long haul. Um, A couple values as we land the plane. If I have the applause of the crowd, but I have lost the love and respect of my children, I've failed. I wanna be at at my best at home. If I have a billion dollars in the bank, but I've bankrupted my physical health to get it, Mm -hmm. I've failed. Our mission is to succeed without losing our soul. Therefore, well-being and health must be a part of our definition of success. And we don't need you. uh, We need and, and, and I just want to say again, you're needed on this team. If you're on Zoom right now, you're watching this on the replay, you're in this room you're needed and we need you at your best. I need you at your best. Honestly, your family and the world also needs you at your best. 
Well, I hope part one of the At Our Best series was encouraging to you to dive into the wellness that you want to commit to for this year. And I'm so excited because our team has already been taking action into this area of where we want to grow and the commitments we're making to our wellness. You know, burnout is real and we want to avoid that on every single level. We want to be here for the next 20, 30, 40 years producing this podcast, making great videos, creating courses, and doing live events like we're doing. And we can't do that if we're running on fumes. So I'm excited because at our best year is going to be so phenomenal. And part of that year includes our Grow With Video Live Conference. This is our annual conference that we host here at Think Media. And can you believe it? It is back live in Las Vegas, May of 2022. You can get your tickets right now for general admission and VIP at growwithvideolive.com. We have already locked in some amazing speakers like Gary Vaynerchuk, Sean Cannell, and some other great speakers that I can't quite tell you about, but maybe on the website when you head over to growwithvideolive.com. It's gonna be like a conference you've never been to before because we're not just focused only on YouTube, we're focused on you dominating with video through your business. That means everything from social media to what types of content you should be putting out and so much more. We wanna help you center into the fastest growing small business type happening right now, and that is content creation. I'm hearing stories of content creators right now who are selling their YouTube channels for multiple seven figures. I can tell you that when you grab your general mission or VIP ticket at growwithvideolive.com, you'll be making the commitment that this is your year. I cannot wait to announce more speakers that are coming out soon, but you want to lock in that ticket now because VIP is selling out fast. General admission, we have so many amazing things for you, but VIP, if you want to be in the room and you want to have those special experiences, lock in that ticket today and send it to a friend. Come together, be a part of this community with the powerful people that you're going to be networking with at Grow With Video Live. I cannot wait to shake your hand, hear your story, and if you're a hugger like me, to give you the biggest bear hug in person as we head into this year of content creation. So head over to growwithvideolive.com right now and grab your ticket. Well, if you've gotten value out of today's episode, I wanna encourage you to subscribe, whether you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, or you're watching or listening over on YouTube. Click the button that says subscribe so that you get notified when new episodes come out every single Tuesday. And over on our YouTube channel, we are posting more and more content there that's in video form, like our collaborations with vidIQ and the channel reviews that we're doing, or the YouTube Made Simple show or the Coffee with Candle show. We have so much content for you over on our YouTube channel, so make sure you go there and subscribe as well. And for being a subscriber and someone who left a comment, I wanna shout out multiple careers. Thank you for leaving your comment over on our YouTube channel. You said, what a great episode. I can totally relate to this. I've also noticed that some of my best performing videos were the older ones that felt less produced. One of my next steps, I'm going to spend more time going through my analytics. Multiple Careers left this comment over on our collaboration with Vanessa Lau about is your YouTube channel broken? So if you haven't checked out that video, you can do that over on the podcast. 
Well, thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you for being in our Think community. We are so encouraged by this year, and I can't wait for the next episode where we're going to dive into part two of the commitments that we are making here at Think Media. I hope that this message encourages you, and we'll catch you in the next episode.